0: Chapter 19. Discipline or Intelligence. Frequently throughout my life, people have said to me, Paul, you're so disciplined. Every time they said that, I would think to myself, am I really that disciplined? Do I have some special corner on the market on discipline and follow through? The more I thought about it, though, I realized it wasn't discipline that I possessed. It was intelligence. I'm not saying I'm super smart, especially when it comes to academics. I was always a poor student in school, lucky if I could manage a C in any course. I couldn't take a test to save my life, and I was woefully slow in most open discussions. I remember thinking to myself, wow, Akers, you better get your life together, man, and get with the program. You're pretty dense. I was so bad at reading that I read Dick and Chain hundreds of times so that when I read out loud in the class, I wouldn't be branded the class idiot. The only thing I ever excelled at was woodshop. Still, I was intelligent enough to learn from people with more experience than me. When I was a young man, I observed my father investing in real estate, even though he didn't have a lot of money. We had a few rental properties that provided a small but consistent income stream for our family. This additional income allowed us to live comfortably beyond the salary he made working at General Dynamics. Following my father's example, when I graduated from college, I made it my goal to buy one house for every year we were married. It would have been easy for my wife and I, both college graduates, to do what our friends were doing, go on nice vacations to Hawaii, buy nice homes, adorn themselves with nice clothes and cars. We did not have a lot of money, but we could have leveraged ourselves and used credit to live a pretty good lifestyle. But that's not the path we took. Instead, my wife and I chose to live frugally in a very rough neighborhood in La Puente, California. I knew that if we could live like that for maybe 10 or 15 years, the rest of our life would be much easier because we had spent the first part of our married life focusing on investing our resources instead of spending them. The plan worked out because we are very successful financially today. Once again, the question is, were we successful through discipline or intelligence? My friends would say it was discipline, but I say it was intelligence. I looked at the facts and I knew I didn't want to struggle when I was in my 30s and 40s and 50s. So I made the intelligent decision to invest a good portion of my income into real estate and it paid off. Let's fast forward to the year 2000, a very important year for me and my company, FastCap. At the time, FastCap was doing very well. We had won several business awards. We were growing by leaps and bounds. We're generating excellent financial results and we're creating so much buzz around town that the president of the bank, which had just given us a very large line of credit, came to visit for a tour. He was blown away by what he saw and said our business was the very best he had ever seen. Shortly after that, I brought in two consultants from Japan to help me manage my inventory. They didn't agree with the president's assessment. On the first day, one of them took a look at my factory and told me bluntly, You're clueless. You don't know what you're doing. You need to learn the Toyota production system. Intrigued, I hired them to teach us the TPS system. Within a couple months, we completely transformed the entire factory, reducing inventory dramatically, shortening our production processes. The amount of waste we eliminated was staggering. After that, I had to see what Toyota was doing, so I went to Japan and visited the Lexus plant in Kishu. I could not believe what I saw. FastCap was not just behind Toyota, it wasn't even on the same planet. The trip made me want what Toyota had, a company that functioned at a high level and did not require enormous amounts of management. With happy, fully engaged, long-term employees, I wanted to stop struggling to run my company and move from being a babysitter to being a leader. When I got back to the US, I fully dedicated myself to implementing the Toyota production system or lean manufacturing at FastCap. By doing so, we managed to make a great company even better. Today, many people look at me and say, you had so much discipline to follow through with that, to bring your company to such a high level that everybody wants to emulate what you're doing. And I ask them, was it really discipline? I am convinced it was not discipline. Rather, it was intelligence. I knew what I had. I knew what Toyota had. And I told myself, I would not settle in my life until I had what Toyota had. It took some time, but FastCap went from being a good company to a great one. And I am now able to focus on being the leader I wanted to be. My intelligence is what got me there. Once again, let's fast forward this time to 2014, when I learned how to take care of my body, a.k.a. my customer. For 54 years, I was incredibly ignorant about how to take care of my body. I was, as I said in an earlier chapter, incredibly stupid. I had little understanding about health and was definitely not enlightened about the relationship between my body and my well-being. That changed when I had an epiphany while reading on the beach in Phuket. I realized that if I put high-quality food into my body in the right proportions, my body would look fantastic and I would feel fantastic. The insight opened my eyes and allowed me to see everything around me with much more clarity. I would stand in line at a grocery store or Costco and see obese people everywhere, their carts full of all kinds of processed foods and sugary beverages. When I was attending, conferences, I would go to Starbucks and see the correlation between what people were eating and how much they weighed. Finally, I put everything together, and it was not a coincidence that what people put into their mouths determined how they looked. For the first time, I understood this at an intellectual level, and my intelligence would shape how I acted from then on. Others have benefited from using their intelligence in this way. My friend Dana is currently on a three-week trip in Baja, California with 11 of his closest friends from high school. You would think that Dana spending three weeks in Mexico would be like stepping into the lion's den of food and alcohol. You would think he needed a special dose of discipline to stay on his lean health journey during the trip. I would think the same thing too. But you know what? we would all be wrong. Instead of being tempted, Dana told me he is expecting to weigh in at four or five pounds lighter when he gets home after three weeks of partying with his friends. Dana didn't go on this trip with a fortified amount of discipline. He went on this trip with total enlightenment and intelligence, and I knew he would maintain his health regime. At one point in the conversation, he stepped away from his friends for a minute because he didn't want to offend them. And he quietly said to me, Paul, I can't believe the crap these people are putting into themselves. They are destroying their lives. They're destroying themselves with what they're eating and drinking. Dana's intelligence produced his strength to resist the temptation. If you think you're going to muster up discipline to carry you to a remarkable health, I've got bad news for you. It's not going to happen. But if you open up your mind to change and trust your intelligence, everything will change permanently for the future of your health. Chapter 19, The One Thing. Use your intelligence to succeed.